Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday, and that means it's time for the Wrestling Inc. NXT After Show, and have we got a show for you. We've got issues with Tony D and the family, we've oh, got no. metaphor having problems, and we also have a interim heritage championship match that's right i said interim heritage championship <laughs> match but before we get into all of that allow me to introduce the folks here i'm jack farmer being joined by none other than this is nasty alfred and of course the nyc demon diva isa before we get into everything how are you guys doing alfred how have you been old chum great it was a wonderful birthday weekend i feel younger i feel more spry but uh, thank you all for the birthday wishes. Uh, I, I've been doing great, and I continue to do great. Good to see you, Jack. It's good to see you as well. Uh, I saw a friend of the show, Flobo, today for lunch who just had a birthday, and oh, he yeah. saw me He saw me warned by someone about a puddle of water that it was slippery. Me acknowledge this and still slip in the puddle of water. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Isa, speaking of me slipping and, and falling down, how are you doing, Isa? I'm doing great, Jack. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, we have a great show lined up, as said. Thank you to everyone who's joining us here in the chat. We got a roll call in a little bit. But before we do, again, uh, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, copy the link and throw it into social media. Tell everyone to join the NXT after party here at Wrestling Inc. Uh, but before we talk about the show, Alfred, I know you're a journalist you have all the scoops tell us what's going on in the world of wrestling news it's all just gossip uh, jack unless <laughs> i'm doing it, of course but th there is some news we do have a big news the big news today we'll lead off is bad news for aew collision week two is a big week for this show of course they premiered last week to a big number as most premieres do 816,000. even beat aew dynamite in the 18 to 49 with a 0.33 which i thought was a very good number but it's back to reality and they really plummeted week two for aew collision 595,000. That is down 27% total and 30% in the demo. So it really took a dive. Of course, AEW Collision at CM Punk on it. And it's going to be a show centered around him. It was an eight man tag main event. So this number really does tell me that people saw last week. They watched this week and they figured, oh, this is going to be more like Rampage. And you cannot have that anytime for AEW Collision, let alone this early in the show. So they're really going to need to go back to the drawing board on Dynamite. I really expect them to really go hard in promoting AEW Collision uh, because this is not a good sign for the amount of people who have dropped off from week one to week two, Issa. Uh, I wish we had like the video clip of um, Nate Diaz saying, I'm not surprised, MF. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. This shows on a Saturday. I don't think that I don't think that collision is gonna do insane numbers regardless. I think collision is gonna be more of a DVR uh, style show. I think I think Curiosity got the best of people for night one, but I haven't I haven't been able to catch any collision because unlike other people, I have a life on the weekends. Shots meaning, fired. meaning I'm covering wrestling live instead of on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only difference. I'm actually at the events and not sitting here. But I, I, I really have a hard time. And I think even if I didn't have anything going on on a, on a Saturday night, I would still probably watch it on a, on a Sunday morning. And yeah. Justin Roberts, I wish I was. Thank you. 
that's how I feel. Even if I was, that, that's what I do with most Friday shows. Is I typically watch it the next day just because it's a weird time slot. I don't think I'll be, I think 500, it, it is much less than the 800 they had the previous week. I think 500, if they kept 500, I think that would be a huge win for AW to be totally honest. I think that's a great number for Saturday. I got a feeling next week will probably be even lower. Um, I'm not now. I'm not a ratings guru. I know in in pro wrestling sometimes that's like a whole scientific niche that people get into. So I don't know. Maybe I'm totally right. off. But I feel like five hundred thousand is actually a pretty good number for for a Saturday. I'd imagine they're going to be around two fifty. But I'm just making that up off the top of my head. I have no basis. To- Go fifty, damn. That's I a think- rampage number. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I for a Saturday like here on the West Coast, a Saturday afternoon, I. I would think that that's... If it was an afternoon for me, I would actually watch it because that's when I'm getting ready. So I think there's a lot of families and stuff and and people like out doing stuff or... What do you do on Saturdays, Jack? I cover... I I do wrestling stuff. Same. I mean, I'm working on Saturdays personally most of the time. I I don't know. I just have a hard time. But I'm not not shocked by the number. Now, 200,000 will be just suicidal in my opinion. I would be fine. Now, if they settled into 595,000 months and months from now, if this was the base that they go into the NFL season with, okay, that's one thing. But the fact that it's already eroding here, I mean, if it does go to that two, 300 range, that's not a good thing at all. They did not build this to be another rampage. And that's where it's trending based on week one to week two. Now, I mean, I think next weekend is going to hurt them being a holiday. But do you think that because last year, without collision, the ratings did go down? tremendously during the build-up for Forbidden Door because not everybody's watching New Japan. So maybe let's see where they go after the 4th of July weekend because I, I just think that a lot of people are not um, interested in, in that. Is, is that. I'm sorry. The, Forbidden Door is great, but it's for a, it's for a very specific it's for niche. a niche audience, yes. Yeah. And a lot of people are talking about how the NFL season's coming to get them. This sport, that, forget any of these sports, man. They're going head-to-head with SummerSlam in a month. And that could be a disaster if they don't get their ish together and start booking like, you know, I like the fact that they had the title change on the first uh, show, but the TNT title, with all due respect to Wardlow, they have cooled him off and he has not been the level of star as he was in recent years. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, my voice. No, it was I, me. It was me. My phone just started playing by itself okay. so for no reason. I'm not uh, complaining. I'm, cu- I'm curious, everyone in the chat, too, let us know. I mean, all aside about the time slot and everything else, just what you've seen on Collision. Is it something that would make you want to tune in? watching it, Jack. Anyway. Well, so, right, no, everyone in the chat, well, someone's 500,000 people watched it. Someone watched it. Uh, so, for, if, for those of you who watched Collision, is it, are they doing something that makes you want to keep watching Collision, whether it's live or taped or anything? It, it, is the, are the stories and the wrestling, is that tuning you in or tuning you out? Uh, I will curious. say I do see some positive feedback about Collision from the people that do watch it and are on social media about it. it. It seems to appear to be a different show. It gives a different vibe, and that mm-hmm. I appreciate. I've seen both shows, both on delay, and I enjoyed them both. I thought it, it, it was great timing for CM Punk in particular because the first show, he's in Chicago in his backyard. They love him. The second show, he's in Kenny Omega's backyard. They hate him. And so it's a fun show to watch. I think where they're going wrong is they're doing the, the main event for the first show was a six-man tag. The main event for the second show was an eight-man tag. So that's like B-show formula. You cannot have that type of like non-stakes match to lead your first big show. So I really do think that in these main events, CM Punk one-on-one with some stakes, with the title on the line, with something that makes you need to tune in. What title? Yeah. The TNT title? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Something. something. Who knows? I agree. I agree. 
I agree. Main events that are big multi-person matches never feel like they're as serious as mm-hmm. a singles match. Like right. Jay White versus CM Punk feels way bigger than CM Punk and FTR versus Jay White. And... Unless you build a good story. Because yeah. you know, last time that that felt like a big deal was WrestleMania with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and the Usos. That match did deserve well, to main event because he had a great storyline behind it. It's the second week. How much do they have had time to build a story? That's, I that's mean, not we fair. know about it. We like a three-year no, long they story. Had, they that's had collision fair. announcements for four weeks in a row in Dynamite. And you mean to tell me none of them could have been a main event worthy oh, match? that is not the same. Same as the bloodline. Come on. Yeah, nothing is gonna, uh, first of all, thinking that Dynamite would ever be able to produce something like that. My point is that you can make a multi-man match interesting. I, I can see where both of you are in the middle, not just to be a pacifist. I think it's unfair <laughs> to compare them to a bloodline story, but they should put the emphasis on story, and they did have time to at least build something really big for this first collision. I literally said the last time. That a multi-man master like it matter was the bloodline and Sami Zayn. I never compare. I said it is literally the last time that the tag team division mattered anywhere. Thank you. Well, in any case, uh, it sounds like there's a lot of people saying that they will be watching Collision on uh, Tate. Um, yeah, I, I watched both episodes on tape on delay. I can't watch yeah. anything Tate because of the spoilers. What's the point? You got to avoid social media. I do at all costs, and I still somehow find out. (laughs) (laughs) Lego collector. Roman Reigns is a solution for all of our problems. (laughs) At least mine. Um, But uh, uh, awesome. Well, um, what other news we got, Alfred? Well, from bad news to AEW, there's very good news for Raw. Raw did a fantastic number, and it had a lot of competition. I don't think it went head-to-head with The Bachelorette, uh, but it did go head-to-head with a lot of ABC shows, and uh, there was a lot of competition on Monday, and Raw averaged 1.973 million, just under 2,791,000 in the key demo. I believe that was a .61, so a monster number for Raw headed in to the O2 arena at Money in the Bank. And this just tells me, I've been expecting a big number for SmackDown for a while now, just looking at kind of the pattern, the fact they're going to be in the O2, they're going to have Roman Reigns. That SmackDown number, I've got very, very, very lofty expectations for. And seeing what Raw did for its go-home show, SmackDown, I think, is going to knock it out of the park from the O2 arena. I think that's going to be a really hot show, Ethan. I think it is too. I mean, obviously we ha- we'll have to avoid some of the spoilers, but I think SmackDown is going to do great. I'm not surprised. Um, your boy Cody Rose brought his dog. Look at the ratings. Dogs equal ratings. <laughs> Let's have pet day on Monday Night Raw. Have everybody bring their pets and I guarantee you we'll hit the two million. Let's go Pharaoh. They wanted to see Cody in his hometown. That's that's all it was. That's Pharaoh, Pharaoh looked fantastic and uh, <laughs> I think I think Cody's trying to get back on my good side and that is exactly the way to go about it. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you had a wrestling company that was all just dogs, I'm oh my in. god, I would love it so Sold. much. I would love Done. it. Done. <laughs> Daryl was my favorite part of being the elite when I was yeah. watching it religiously. Yep. His particularly his angle with MJF, where MJF would be really nice to Pharaoh to Cody's face, and when Cody would turn around, he'd like throw the meat <laughs> away, and he'd just be really mean to the dog. It was ah. so good. I felt so bad when they did uh, when they had that entrance that went very wrong. Um, yeah. And, and, and I felt the pain from everybody's like perspective because I would assume that he wasn't expecting Pharaoh to react that way. But I, I just miss seeing Pharaoh on TV. And I, I got to tell you, I, I had a, a pop when, when I saw it. I was like, oh, the dog. I love you again, Cody. <laughs> uh, WWE's cooking, though. I mean, I know everyone's going to say after talking about bad, bad ratings for collision or down ratings for collision, good ratings for Raw. I know everyone's going to say that we're 
bias and Vince McMahon is in our pockets, but um, oh, we're shills, we're shills, Jack. We're shills. That's yeah, the word that they use. The kids <laughs> say shills. How dare I, you criticize AEW? <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not getting paid by anybody, but let me tell you, if they offered, I'd take the money. Come on, <laughs> like, come on. Who's who are we getting here? Uh, but uh, WWE's cooking right now. Everything they're doing is just. It's crazy how they're firing on all cylinders. Everything they're doing is great. I mean, not everything. There are certain things that are I'm not super thrilled about. But the, for them as a like, as a brand, crushing it. Yeah, yeah I I feel like WWE feels like it has some momentum. You can feel it. You can feel it shifting. There's some momentum happening. It seems cool against. They got some mainstream people getting involved. It's fun. It's fun. You can see it too. Look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Raw's rating, monster rating, SmackDown's done a few monster ratings in the last month. And NXT had a record rating, a two-year high uh, from last week, obviously, with the Seth Rollins effect. But, you know, Jack, you talked about some of the things that you might have a gripe about when it comes to WWE. And this might be one of them that I think a lot of people are nervous about, at least, and that Vince McMahon is now getting more and more involved in the product. We see those hilarious Vince McMahon makes changes to the company he owns stories as if it's news <laughs> that a chairman is making changes to a show he owns but uh, this sounds like it's a developing story in terms of vince mcmahon being back there's recently a report uh, that vince mcmahon uh, is the shows are being vince proofed in that vince mcmahon does not like to change matches that have already been advertised so now wwe is trying to advertise as many matches as possible in advance to avoid vince changing too much Last night was said to be a Raw that Vince McMahon had his fingerprints all over, and um, that's just going to continue to be a thing. We've heard this story since April, and it has not affected WWE's ratings one iota. And we'll start with you, Jack. What are your thoughts of Vince McMahon hovering around the product? Of, of Vince being involved? Yeah. Just, just... Oh, wait. Ah! Oh, I love it. I love Vince being involved. Very, you too. very... Very good stuff. I, I want him more involved to keep him around as much as possible. <laughs> Did I see a C note there? How much are they paying you? That, that, I got to get on the phone with Stanford. That's not how much they're paying me. <laughs> you know, it's uh... <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it's great. More, more Vince, please. <laughs> I love that take. Uh, I do want to say real quick, uh, we got some super chats in here. Did not forget about you guys, but we'll talk about it when we get to that part of the show. But, uh, but I mean, I don't know. It's his company. What am I going to, I mean, he's, I don't think he was ever gone. Everyone says he was gone. Me I neither. Like I think he was always involved. Come on. It's Vince McMahon. I think it was like the wizard of Oz where it was, there was a man behind the curtain for as long as he yeah. was quote unquote canceled. And he was, <laughs> here's the thing about Vince. I don't like the idea of Vince McMahon the way he was when we knew, when we grew up with him in terms of always, you know, controlling every aspect of the product. I think that has changed and that has made the product much better in and of itself in that he's now having to share this responsibility. I think that's much better uh, because Vince does still add value to the company in terms of what he knows and it would really help a Triple H. I don't think Triple H is ready to control every aspect of the company the way Vince did. I think they should share roles. So I think as long as they're sharing responsibilities, it shouldn't be that uh, big of a problem, Issa. I don't care. <laughs> about Vince, about Triple H. I don't care. About, I care about Triple H. That's my bestie. Don't talk crap about Triple H. I don't care about Vince. I don't care what he's writing, rewriting. I don't care. I just want to watch the show, have fun, enjoy some good wrestling, watch big meaty men slapping meat. You know, talk I mean, about I, it. 
I, I do feel like this is the best wrestling has been in yeah. in so long. Why are we looking for things to complain about? I don't think like, we're. I think it's the ant. It's the to, to to use a WWE narrative. It's the AEW side has nothing. So now you're starting. It's the only thing they have because yeah, WWE's cooking. The ratings are is oh Vince is back. He's gonna ruin the product. I've been hearing this for like six months now, and it hasn't yeah. happened yet. There it's, is a lot of people that are still watching wrestling to hate, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is that? What's with the? I'm gonna watch to hate on a product then don't watch it because i have been open not only on my stream and my own platforms but here i want all wrestling to do good this isn't just i i don't i don't want collision to do bad i can't watch on a saturday i just can't but it doesn't mean that i'm not invested in, in them succeeding and i just can't believe that people still hate watch or i just find it the one thing to complain about and it's just like everybody needs to just chill have a drink um i don't know Take a, get a touch massage, grass. Uh, touch grass, get laid, get laid. That actually pretty, <laughs> you know, that works. But anyway, or all of them. Thing. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> while while Same watching, time. while watching wrestling, bro, you'll never hate watch again. I'm telling you right <laughs> Make now. Make sure you're not allergic to grass, but yes, then you can do all of them. Yeah. <laughs> while watching wrestling, and you just learn to love it, man. That is a very weird picture that was just painted but okay that's, that's <laughs> roll with it. I, I, yeah i have fun trying to do all that at once yes. <laughs> all right and alfred any other news stories for us so today? just real quick uh brian danis it looks like he's gonna be out six to eight weeks targeting all Imagine in for his that. return get well soon yeah that's too bad it's too bad is um, it he went into the match with the arm half broken he just ended up finishing it off yeah it's still it's too bad. bad i mean I was warned not to to be careful in the puddle, and I slipped today. That's not still too bad for me. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of times decisions are made. You know, whether it's Brian or whoever is making them, we knew the condition that he was in going into this match. So I'm just, I I hope he gets better soon, and I hope that. But I'm just like, I I'm just gonna enjoy every Brian match that I get when I get it because this man is yeah. not gonna slow down. He's not gonna care about his condition. He's just gonna give us his best, and, and it shows. Like he's here for for this for the craft you know it's crazy the things that he's doing i even love this wise pose because Bree said i don't know if i should be proud of him or slap him in the face and i'm like exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh well yeah get well soon um daniel brian danielson god that one's so hard i get all yeah, the other I still names call him daniel brian all the other names i call him Luther, daniel I got it, but <laughs> i just for some reason that one's so hard um, we got a couple super chats. Uh, I want to get cool. to one. Uh, Alvin Everett uh, says Triple H should learn from HBK because he features everyone on the show and gives people gimmicks to get over. Um, you know, I was just talking, as, as I said, I, I hung out with Flobo Voice earlier, a friend of the show who, and we were talking oh, yeah. about that the, the transition, we'll talk about NXT now here in a second, but uh, the, the transition to 2.0 was rough. I'm going to say that. I'll admit that. But man, feels kind of like it was the right move. Especially, we'll talk about certain people like Carmelo Hayes. Mm -hmm. Feels kind of hard to deny this was it was the right move at the end of the day. NXT is a fun show. There's a lot of varieties. There's a lot of characters, and when you get invested to the point that you start watching them grow and develop, it really becomes a lot of fun to watch. I think um, all of us have to get used to this. We go through this transition with NXT every other draft. They'll call up your favorites, and you have to learn a whole new character, learn how to fall. In. It's a toxic relationship, but when it gets to this point, it's a lot of fun. I, I always tell people, don't sleep on NXT. I'm glad that I agreed to cover it here because I don't know that I will be watching it on a weekly basis if I wasn't covering 
boring area. And I'm glad that I get to do it because they do put on some things that I enjoy. But a lot of times they also put on a lot of shows that feel like fillers and it's like a one match show and we'll get into that. Yeah, and it's not always going to be pretty because it is more of a developmental, but I think NXT does a good job of capitalizing on FOMO is that you start to see, at least in the black and gold era, that these guys would get called up and people would be going crazy. And I guess main roster fans would say, well, I don't know who this is. I want to be going crazy for these guys. And that okay. helps people connect with NXT and that emotional connection you'll have to those wrestlers. You know, I'm not, I will never compare it before. Jack thinks I said the wrong thing. I will never compare it to 2015 NXT ever, right? But it feels that way. I remember there was a period of time when only a certain group of people were watching NXT and these people would get called up and you would see this person and you see like, what, you haven't checked them out? They're awesome. And everybody would be like, well, where are you watching them? NXT is starting to feel that way. There are certain characters that I'll discuss with people that are not watching NXT and they'll be like, oh, really? And I'm like, yes, you should definitely check out this and this and this. It feels like one of those sick wrestling best kept secrets. It feels that mm -hmm. way again, where it's just a niche group of people watching it. And, and I, I always like that feeling about if you're an OG NXT watcher, you remember those days when nobody was watching it and you knew all of these yeah. people were going to make it big. Yeah. Uh, Malik Black in the chat saying uh, NXT is a guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, I, I think that transition, they, they transitioned rough and lost a lot of people, but I think they've definitely been winning people back uh, big time. Uh, and Dream Realm Studio says, thanks for the uh, birthday gift, Isa, meaning a soaring bird can only fly for so long. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. No one knows. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. <laughs> it gets the people going. <laughs> uh, well, as we get into the show, I do want to remind everyone to like, comment, share, subscribe one more time. If you're uh, watching here, feel free to join in the chat or lurk and just watch. Be a lurker, lurking on and watching and reading what everyone's saying. But feel free to hop in and say hello, like. Like Zook Enigma, uh, Lego Brick Collector, J.R. Smith, Fat Matt, Alicia A., Rohan Yardi, am I saying that right? Uh, and Malik and Kelvin and Papita and uh, Julian and Baby Ice. Baby Ice always likes the bad guys, always like uh, Baby Ice here. And uh, everyone else in here, like Dream Realm Studios and everyone else, just appreciate you guys being here. Uh, Huffman Thank Elite Training, Ricky Zaldivar. Uh, feel free to join in the chat. We're going to chat with you guys a lot. This is going to yeah. be a fun one. Uh, and again, Fat Matt and Alvin Everett, uh, I see your comments, but we're going to wait till we get to those segments of the show and to, to get to those uh, super chats. Uh, we start with Thea Hale and Tiffany Stratton having a match, and uh, it's looking good when Dempsey tries to help Thea Hale, but Duke butts in, and could she could have won, but she showed a little mercy, and that opened the door for Tiffany Stratton to get the win. Uh, Issa... Barbie got nothing on Tiffany Stratton. I love me some Tiffany Stratton, being a big fan of her since uh, the daddy days. Um, I thought Tia Hale looked incredible here. I, I, I saw somebody in the chat put, she's not supposed to be this good already, and I agree with that. I hated the finish. I didn't like seeing Tiffany tap. You know, it was a fake tap, but I just don't know that that did a lot for uh, Tiffany Stratton as the new champ. Where, where you look at the booking of Carmelo Hayes later on, and we'll get into it later on. They made him look like a million bucks. He came back from the beating. I mean, Corbin was beating him up, and he was able to come back and get a clean win. We didn't do that with Tiffany. I get it. She's a little bit of a sneaky heel, but I don't know that we're hitting all the strides that we should be hitting with Tiffany as champion right now. 
you don't like the, uh, and I guess we'll just transfer over here to, to Alfred. How did you feel about this one? I actually, lo what I loved about this ending is Tiffany still comes off as sort of the, um, the person that you're not supposed to root for by tapping but yeah. not losing. But also, something I love in pro wrestling, I think WWE is figuring out, is the interpersonal relationships of groups. And Thea Hale having to decide between Chase U and Dempsey and Gulak and, and this kind of relationship here. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? I love this. The whole time I'm just watching Thea Hale. Like, there are people in this territory who have been here for years who cannot do a match like this. And I thought Thea Hale was yes. great. Listen, this match wasn't perfect, but they did a good job in a championship match on television. And they got to the point where when Thea Hale made Tiffany Stratton tap and the referee had his back turned, the crowd has gotten so into it that they popped, that they are just like, oh, my God, she's supposed to win. So they really got into this match, and that's credit to both these performers. I thought they were great. I agree with Issa that I think this is another lash against Tiffany Stratton is now, in addition to the other issues she has as champion, she's coming off as a weak champion who mm -hmm. pretty much got beat, essentially, and was able to sneak it away, which is fine as a heel. Uh, but you got to have something with Tiffany Stratton. They got to, like, do something with her coming out of this feud. Because I think this is all about elevating Thea. I think Thea really elevated in this feud. And I think Tiffany, at best, stayed where she was. It just felt like, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but it just felt like in the buildup to getting Tiffany here, they were booking her so strong. There was no sneaky wins. Tiffany was looking like a badass out there yeah. and getting all of these clean wins over a lot of really talented women. And she's going to tap to Tia. It did a lot for Tia. It did a lot for Chase U. And I know that storyline is really popping right now. But this is not the Tiffany that we saw. And she was still a heel. She was still doing all of these things. Tiffany was a beast working up to becoming champ. I, I, it's like they completely changed her after putting the belt on her. And I'm not, I'm not happy with the booking of Tiffany. I'm very happy with what they're doing for Tia right now. Can, I can tell you that much. Yeah, I think, and to get to some super chats here, Fat Matt says, Thea Hale is not supposed to be that amazing yet. Agreed. Um, and I agree. She's so, I feel so much old. I feel so old sometimes when I look at the ages of these wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, but also Same. Fat Matt adds, imagine how good Thea will be in five years. Um, yeah. It, it, she'll she's, be incredible. she's already incredible. I do agree with, with the thought of, my, my one problem with this was it did feel like Tiffany Stratton was a um, second thought was just a second thought. Like it, oh, the, yeah. this, this story I felt like could have been against anybody and Thea right. Hale could have told that story. Um, and I would have liked if, even if it was to go this way, I would have liked if, if Stratton did something a little more dastardly to get the win instead of just having been there and sort of taking the win, if that makes sense. Like, if she somehow got like maybe bumped Duke Hudson into Dempsey or did something like that to cause them to fight. So it felt like she did it instead of she just happened to be there. Um, yeah. Now that said, I have a feeling Stratton's probably just going to go off and have a, another defense and we'll forget about this. And Thea Hale will go off and do her thing. Um, but in any case, two incredible stars that again, NXT 2.0 gets a win here. <laughs> to our I do, I do disagree at the notion that Tiffany was a second thought. She was like a fourth thought in this segment because it was about Thea Hale and then Andre Chase coming back. By the time they ended, Tiffany was long gone. And I mean, Andre Chase got a massive pop for making his return. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, Andre Chase is one of those guys, if you go back to the beginning of 2.0, was one of the people I think a lot of everyone rolled their eyes at. We're like, oh, this guy. Like, why can't we have Tommaso Ciampa instead of this guy? But now he's one of those popular people on the show. <laughs> so yeah. it's, the, it's a credit to just how they've been able to make certain people so 
enjoyable. Uh, and that's, you know, a, a teachable moment, I think. Nice. Uh, we get a quick video package from Ilya Dragunov, who uh, says he basically becomes pain. Um, he is so good. I can't wait to see him come back. I'm glad he's alive. Every match he has, I'm like, well, he's he's going to be on the shelf for a while, but he comes yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have any special takeaways. Uh, I've been a Dragunov fan for a long time. I always talk about how much I loved uh, UK. Um, yeah. Any thoughts from you guys? I cannot say this word. This word defeated me. I, I this I cannot say it. I'm going to have to practice. I, it's like his new nickname or something. But at the end, he revealed some word. I think it's in his native language, but I could not for the life of me pronounce it. Umbazikbar. I, 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 that's what. It, say that again. Is it Umbazikbar? I might be yeah, saying yeah, it wrong. That's, that's just my. That's I, my. I think it was that. <laughs> yeah, it is that. It <laughs> is exactly that. Um, um, I I love Dragonoff, and I can't wait to see what kind of field they get him into next, um, because he's just he's just up there for me as far as like how much I enjoy him in the ring and, and all the stuff he's been doing. Yeah, he's he's like a I don't know way to say this without sounding like I'm being condescending, so I'm ab- absolutely not. But he's like a smaller Gunther in a way, one hundred percent condescending. <laughs> I mean, he's, I don't know because he's he's that hard hitting. You call him you call him full size Gunther. Shame on you. Full size Gunther is better than most wrestlers. I don't think that's <laughs> true. I think a lot of people would love to be fun fun size Gunther. <laughs> uh, I just gotta, like what they 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 like yeah. putting him against giants, and I think it really helps his character. He's kind of like a giant killer. That even though he's small, it reminds me of the quote that Jr. used to say about Shawn Michaels. He's like a bulldog. He doesn't know how big or little he really is. He doesn't give a damn. Yes, that's very, my dog. <laughs> Very scrappy do. Um, Kelvin yeah. with the super chat uh, says, uh, Isa is correct. You find a new character to connect with. Wait, wait, can with. you go back to the first sentence? I couldn't hear you. Uh, I forgot to get to this super chat. That's <laughs> what I think it was. Uh, Isa is correct. You find a new character to connect with, and it's like you grow together. Cynthia Hale, the amount of growth from her first appearance on Level Up to Now, amazing. Uh, yeah, and the fact I that- remember the little vignettes they made for Tia Hale because they signed her right out of high school. And I just remember seeing that and going like, oh, I didn't think we would be seeing her on TV this soon and that she would get this good so fast. Yeah, in- incredible. Uh, <laughs> 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 Hashtag. <laughs> I, just say th- I just say things, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we... We got a segment here with Dana Brooke and she's icing her knee when a super fan named Jordan shows up and uh, they have a nice conversation. But speaking of condescending, Alfred, um, Jordan says, I don't care what anyone else says. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on it. It's like, Everybody <laughs> picked up on that, man. Like, hey, man. I don't care what all those people say about you, Jack. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> and, and Dana Brooke, God bless her, she just like walks over the comment like that. Mine, but like, wait, what are they saying about me? Are you even on Twitter? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Pause. Stop. <laughs> who, who is saying this? What? <laughs> um, I guess they're gonna have a match or something down the road. Issa, was this just pure disrespect from Jordan? 
I think it's just the new generation's way of giving compliments. You know, like they, it's like what we're talking about, they love to hate. I feel like this new generation just does that. When they say something nice, but they'll complain about something, that's how they give compliments to, you know. Uh, justice for Dana Brooke, though. She doesn't so deserve some of the treatment that she was getting on social media. It was ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, I came to her defense, along with a lot of other people, and it was good to see that she tweeted out, like, okay, I get it, you guys hate me, and a lot of people uh, came out in support of Dana Brooke, which she deserves. Yeah, it's I, I'm glad that she's getting an opportunity. I'm glad I think that NXT is gonna be a great spot for her to find her find her her groove and find because I think that's always been the problem is she just hasn't had the time to find a groove mm -hmm. and find her, her her lane. And I think at NXT they're very good about saying, okay, we're gonna find you a lane and get you that runway speed to take off so that when you do go to the main roster, you have something instead of just it here's drives a, a me person. It drives me crazy because I feel like the people that we're seeing in NXT, Dana Brooke, Ali, Baron Corbin, are people that are very talented that are not being utilized correctly. So it drives me crazy to see them go down, go back to NXT, do their thing over there, and then people still criticize it. It's like, if you put them in a role in the main roster, they get criticized. If they're in catering, people are like, oh, you're not utilizing these people. They're sitting in catering. You move them to NXT, and somehow you still manage to find a way to hate on this. That's why I was telling you, it's like, I just, I got to the point where I just don't care about some of the criticism because it makes no sense. I think she's going to be great in NXT. I actually think they could even use her in the main roster. The women's storylines right now, they all suck. Rhea Ripley is not even defending this title over uh, Money in the Bank because there's nobody for her. So we, I, I just... Again, it, they just always, there's always something to complain about, and it just gets old so fast. I, I like to watch wrestling to just have fun about it and criticize it in a fair way and not make it personal about a specific person. With Dana, I'm sorry, I'm ranting right now. It felt personal, and I just didn't like it. Stream Room Studio says, tell him, Issa. Yeah, uh, you tell him. Uh, <laughs> say, Kehlani is referencing the social media hate. That's still not good. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fact that she brought it up to her like that, because it seemed kind of heelish to her. It was to the point where by the end of that segment, Dana Brooke was like, oh, and that could help you out. I expected her to be like, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a reason to not like me then. Jeez. Yeah. I'm, uh, what a jerk, Jordan. You're, you rubbed me the wrong way, Jordan. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be great. Uh, Malik Black says, ready for Ilya versus Braun, only men to beat Gunther. Did yeah. Ilya get laid out by Braun? Was it Braun or was it Baron Corbin? Somebody laid out Ilya Dragunov recently, and I don't think they paid that off. I think it was Braun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Yeah, yeah, because it was right after Dragunov and Corbin talked trash in the ring, and then when yeah, and they, and, they, left. and Braun came in and messed him up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm glad to see Dana's getting some uh, some time, and hopefully she can make the best of it. Uh, speaking of folks getting time, Malik Blade and Idris Inofe versus Gallus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Los Lotharios watch on. And uh, when Gallus are in trouble, Stax hits Inofe, oh, helping Gallus Yo, retain. I'm so mad about all of this. You're mad. Gallus boy's on Stacks. top. No, we, we, yeah, we got a bone yeah. to pick with Stax, man. <laughs> Yeah, this is about stacks. But Jack, if you're new here, I don't think you understand how much we. Tony D'Angelo is the goat on oh, Tuesday nights. So um, anything that you do, see that the problem is that here at this point, first of all, I'm sorry, Jack, but Gallus does not do anything for me. They're strong boys that know how to play pool. They like to drink and they wrestle. Yeah, so does 90 percent of the rest of the wrestling world. Like, give me a little something else. I thought that Stax did what he did because he wants him and Tony D to take the titles off of Gallus. 
I didn't think, and it's funny because I said it, Alfred, you remember? Who did I say was the first person that looked suspicious to me in this storyline? I said Stacks. He stood out like a sore thumb. Yes, we were very suspicious. And that was when Jack was on this podcast. Yeah. That yep. was the origin of us thinking that he was sus. But they might yeah. end up swerving everybody. I mean, the fact that they're giving it away this early, which I'm sure we're going to get into more, but Stacks is his sus level is on threat orange. You know what? Stacks did the right thing. Stack has am- Stacks has ambition. Rat, farmer. Stacks he- has ambition. Stacks wants to be more than an underboss. He wants to be an overboss. I think, I think it's he, he did the right thing. I think he knows Gallus. Gallus boys on top, not under. That's the way to go. And and what, what's what's the, Tony hide, hiding in his prison cell away from all the action? I think Stacks did the right thing. Stacks, you got my support. Tony got snitched on and thrown into the system despite not being proven to do anything. I still don't think they have evidence on him. I think they're just looking to set him up. And the man has been set up. I really hope that Stax comes through in the end, but this is not looking good for Tony D'Angelo and Stax. I want, baby, I, Stax is the Jay Uso of this story. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I'm just... I'm, I'm tired of everyone defending the Don. I'm tired of everyone trying to be a Tony D family person. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Gallus guy. I'm all Gallus boys on top. That's hey, can you that, swim? Because you're going to end up sleeping with the fish. If you can yeah, you be <laughs> we can only protect you so much. Where, where I'm from, where I'm from, <laughs> there ain't no talking that way of getting away with it, Jack. Or I'm just saying, okay? Okay. <laughs> Kelvin says Stax is the rat. Issa, will you seek retribution? Retribution will happen, Kelvin. We don't. We don't go out announcing how we support this kind of things like Jack is doing. You feel me? You'll see what happens. Let it. Let it play out, Kelvin. Let it play out. (laughs) The streets will take care of this. Yeah, El Barrio. You feel me? Alfred calls it the street. I call it El Barrio. We're all talking about the same thing, except for Jack. Jack. Jack lives in witness protection program. The way you be talking. That's why I have nothing behind me, and I'm, I was only, I'm say there. It <laughs> Next time you see me, I have like the blurred out face and the voice. Uh, <laughs> I think you know this is why Stax isn't in prison. I think he cut a deal, and I think that it was the right move. This is how you make power plays in the underworld. You got to get rid of the person ahead of you, and you take their spot. You take the vacuum of power. Stax is going to be the most powerful person in NXT very soon. Stax, you made the right move. This is just brilliant. He's been watching Succession. He knows how to do do he, this kind of no, stuff. No, he's been watching Takashi 69 is what he's been doing. And this is how you <laughs> yes, he has. Under the underworld. He is going to go the way Takashi did. He better <laughs> not go to any saunas. Alfred, oh, thank you so much. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what Jack is watching, but he's, he's just, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay you got me with the uh six nine that's good um <laughs> uh alvin ever saying stacks tweeted he's the new dawn of nxt I well I if, not like oh wait i gotta block him hold on let me find him. uh I blo- anybody like- that betrays my favorites they get blocked in my i'm about to block jack honestly. as you know <laughs> once it's on twitter it's true yeah it's <laughs> uh so we'll have to uh we'll have to watch out for that um so he's the new he's Did yeah he? he's the guy the new, he put it on his bio the disrespect oh hell no i'm blocking i don't even follow i don't even follow him by the way i just want to make sure everybody knows i i <laughs> never was on that side look block, now that he's the new don block no i don't think so not even gonna see him he doesn't even exist to me no more 
the times they are a changing. That's how it is. <laughs> new, new boss rolling through stacks. I went in on the ground floor of this new business. I was there for you, stacks. Remember, remember. Oh, Jack, Jack. <laughs> um, we got. Dom is gonna talk. Dom is gonna talk to to um. Look at that super chat. <coughs> Dom is gonna <laughs> unite with with Tony D. That's what they're gonna do. Oh, they're yeah. at the actual former ex cons. Well, I mean, the difference between Tony D and Dom is Dom was able to get out. But <laughs> I think yeah. that... he says, Tex is allowed to get his arse whooped at LA Fitness. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be in the sauna. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Bernie, I can't get demerits. Don't give me demerits. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Malik Black saying uh, Dom might have to talk to Stax. Dom would never. Dom would never. He's done time. He's done time. He knows how it is. I think maybe they've hooked up. They're going to get a whole criminal organization across all the brands. This Dom is, is a, in freaking you know, Dom is in a, London right now about to kick some Cody Rhodes' this, ass. This isn't just a, a family. This is a syndicate. This is just this is accessing everything. I, I, Next time they've got their be, hands in show with me. all I'm the gonna different need them to cookie reach out jars. To me first. I can't. I can't be seen with no snitch supporter on camera. We need a name for this group, Jack. What, what is this name that you would give this group? This new, this new, the global syndicate of crime. They, they don't have a name. They're just a shadow organization that you only hear about in hushes and whispers. Shadow. They're like the anonymous, like those those people that would show up and snitch on everyone wearing the mask. That's like... for the crime stoppers. Yeah, <laughs> they just show up in their mask and they're like, "Tony did it." This podcast is a mess. I hope Glenn, you know what? I'm gonna text Glenn and be like, I hope you're feeling okay, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> Pepita's with me. Pepita, hey, thank you so much. Oh gosh. <laughs> See, the, the stitches, you guys. The family's you guys growing. Stop playing with the streets like this. <laughs> Team Jack Stacks, yes. <laughs> Jack Stacks. Look what's happening. I love that. I love that actually. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. So <laughs> the rat pack. The rat pack. <laughs> and he rhymes with Stacks and Jack. <laughs> oh god, this is a mess. Let's move on. Let's okay. Move on. Okay. We're gonna go. We're we're gonna go to uh, our next segment, which was just a, a brief segment with Meta Four, and uh, Noam Dar is still bummed because Mackenzie Mitchell sucks. This was uh, Alfred. This was. I love Noam Dar for these little mannerisms he does. I just I loved this one uh, for as simple as it was. Uh, what are your thoughts on Meta Four and Noam Dar? Love it. I love this whole group. Noam Dar is great. The metaphor, it, it's a fun name. It, it is, it's very clever calling them the metaphor because obviously there's four, but it is very meta to put Noam Dar with this group of people given his relationship with, uh, with uh, uh, Alicia Fox because this is kind of meta for them. To, hey, look, look who we're putting him with. So this is great. And they did mention Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. So it looks like we might get yeah. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Last Legends and Jakara Jackson. So let's F go. Why chat. not? F yeah. in the chat for them. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Issa, I, um, I obviously don't care about uh, calling down the thunder. I don't care if, the, if dangerous people are after me. But if I'm metaphor, I may be not calling out Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. But 
<laughs> I will be a big fan to seeing them come back. I mean, Ronda Rousey on NXT will feel like a big deal. And Shayna Baszler is one of the most dominant women champion in NXT history. So I think it will be fun. That's what we wanted to see. We wanted to see the titles being unified and these women defend them across all brands. So let's get started with it. All I ask, we saw it later on tonight. All I ask is that Shayna gets her NXT music when she comes back to NXT. Oh my God, please. Fire music. It was so good. No oh my God. They, oh, uh, yes. I mean, I can't wait to talk about the main event because I, I, at that point, I was like, please have Baron win after you had that presentation again. It's so cool to see them be in their NXT form, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. 100%. Um, we then got a uh, schism coming out, and Dyad is upset. Uh, because they think Joe Gacy's flip-flopping, but there's no time to talk because Diamond Mind Your Own Business shows up, <laughs> and they want to fight that was great. Uh, in a Loser Leaves NXT match. Later, Dyad is really upset about it. Um, this was interesting at first, but now that it's a Loser Leaves Town match, or Leaves NXT match... We know where this is going. Mm-hmm. I don't well, care. You don't care? I don't. We know where this is going, and and I'm glad that they're staying there for the meantime and, and working what they need to work. But once you start getting familiar with the outside stories, it, it just kind of you lose. In- I lost interest. I know where this is going. She's, Dia did request the. It was reported that they requested the release. I think it was back around WrestleMania season. They Might have been to, the day after WrestleMania. Over. And uh, so, okay, so a while ago, yeah. And so now it's looking like they're finally getting what they want. There was even a mention of, you don't want to be here, or they mm-hmm. said that they didn't want to be here and whatnot. So it looks like they're going to get their wish, but maybe they're just doing this to troll us. I hope That's so. Very true. They, it wouldn't be the first time. And that, see, that would be, and I don't want to go off on a whole tangent because this will open up a whole pack of worms. Yeah. That is the kind of blurring the line storytelling that I, I like. I love that. Mm-hmm. When right when I I will say when they were blurring the lines when they were about to say we remember who we were and I'm like oh shit we're going back to the grizzly young vets and you had Diamond mm-hmm. Mine come out that I did care that right then and there because I was like okay are they getting the release are we getting thrown are they going back to that like I I I did appreciate how they're playing this out we'll see where it goes but I have a feeling that's where we're going with it because he did even uh, do the uh, the voice a little bit too when he was doing yeah. the promo I was like yeah. I, uh, and I was like, oh, he's going to say grizzled. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was so excited. I think he's going to do it. Um, so I don't know if they, they – that's the kind of blurring the lines that I really like. That's the kind of right. – stuff. and so I am actually very interested to see if that is the case, if they are gone or if this is them just playing with us and then maybe Diamond Mine's going to the main roster. Because I also think Diamond Mine – has kind of done everything they need to do in NXT at this point. They have, but they need to stay in NXT for, they're not ready for the main roster. I love them. And I think they're both going to be very big stars in the main roster, but they are, they need to be in NXT for for a little longer. I agree with you. They've they've got, they've got some work to do. Physically they're there. I think it's, I think it's more the, the, the story. I think physically they're, they're like the most athletic dudes. Great. They're incredible athletes. It's like they're like wild horses. They just need to know how to be tamed, and then they can go to the main roster. But they're, <laughs> everything's there. I love it's the analogy for some horses. reason. Horses that are terrible people. <laughs> horses are terrible people. Yeah, you don't like Clydesdales? Uh, <laughs> no, they're the scariest. Hey, horses want me money, man. Let me tell you. I, I am friends with some horses, and they are wonderful people. Yeah, but you're a snitch. <laughs> they know not to mess with you. You, 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 you show your cards. <laughs> He was riding the horses like, uh, the British are coming. The British are coming. (laughs) 
the world's <laughs> most famous snitch. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got uh, Lucian Price and Bronco Nima, who are apparently street team football players. Uh, Issa, I don't know anything about these guys uh, other than these video packages. Are you interested in them? What are your thoughts on these guys coming to NXT? I mean, we'll see where they go. So I wanted to give them a chance. One of them looks like Damian Priest from Wish.com. <laughs> uh, Alfred, any insight? To, it uh, to feels them? very. Um, to, it, it's got vibes of Hispanic crime time. Is how it comes off to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Latino. Wait, yeah, wait. Latino crime time. But I mean, oh, uh, wait, what we say? Horas like... de crimen. Ellos son horas de crimen. Okay. <laughs> is that how it's said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> say that again. What is it? Horas de crimen. Horas de crimen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. They can talk. They all say that, and that's very important. But I just don't. It seemed a little off and a little low rent. We'll see how they are in the ring too. But and they said it that they, I think they're NL guys. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't. Uh, it didn't feel like it was the most outside of the box idea right. they came up right. with. Uh, but they looked the part. Um, and yeah, they they talked good. So. I, I think this is a team that I'd, I'd rather see in the ring sooner rather than later at this point, right. though. Because uh, I don't think I need to see them playing football and dominoes. and. Hey, 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 hey. I'll take a good <laughs> match of dominoes over wrestling anytime. I'll beat you both. I, I don't want to watch two guys play dominoes. Dominoes you know? can get intense. If, you, if, they're, if they're in the right Spanish neighborhood, trust me, you'll want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> You said there should be a Domino's division in NXT. Oh my god, one thousand percent! I will, I will take on anyone. You know, you know what I do when I go to my family gatherings? I said I don't know how to play, and then I beat everyone, take all their money. It's the best thing. I can't, That's I can't I do it anymore. Explains. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. They, they don't fall for it no more. When I'm like, oh, I haven't played in years. It's okay, you beat me. And next thing I know, it's like midnight. And I've beaten everybody, and nobody can get me out of my table. So, so much fun. That's a, see, that's similar to what I do. I say I can't play dominoes, and then they take my money. <laughs> You proved them right. <laughs> I, I told you I don't know how to play. <laughs> uh, uh, Alvin Everett says Lucian and Bronco should free Tony D. Yeah. He needs a new family. If Stax did flip, he needs a new family. If they need some suggestions, go back to my stream. Two weeks ago, I created an entire – I pulled up the prison where Tony should be on Google Maps, and we created an entire escape route. I was going to go in there and pretend that I'm part of the cooking crew with a band. We're going to go in there. I, like, they can use my – they can i let please, them have it please tell me you, your idea was to have a giant cake with a giant cartoon file in it that they're going to file <laughs> through the, the, the we had different bars. we had three we had three plans because you know you cannot just count on one plan you have to have multiple plans so we had a few jack i'm not going to tell you because you go and tell them tell, on me i know how you I'm are gonna put my mask on and run <laughs> over yeah. diva diva is gonna free tony d and walk out <laughs> <laughs> and then disappear into the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven says, uh, Diamond Mine, modern day Steiner Brothers ability. Um, I mean, their ability to like jump up on the top rope and lift people up off the ground is crazy. I don't know. That's exactly what the, they are. The modern day Steiner Brothers. That's what I, they, were, they remind me more of the Steiners than Braun Breaker does. Diablo. Yeah. 
I, I mean that in the good and bad way in that they're very just like the Steiners are one of my favorite tag teams because they were just so wild in the ring, but they were controlled. So once they learn how to control that, they'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a quick segment of Axiom with his eyes on the Heritage Cup. Not very interesting to be a tag team partner with poor uh, Reggie. Uh, but um, <laughs> I wish I had that way. Just real quick, I thought it was funny. They're like, you guys are, would be a really great team and your friends. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll be amazing. And Axiom was like, no, nah, I'm good. They were making some crazy moves on that match the other day. I would I would actually like to see this as a tag team. But Reggie was eyeing the cup too, so you got to keep an eye on what's going to happen here. And, and they yeah. continue to keep that thing alive that tag team partners have to fight because while they were saying why they're a good team, you guys have had a match, so <laughs> like, you yeah. have to fight each other. <laughs> yeah, you already did half the work. You yeah. fought each other. <laughs> um and uh, we, we then get uh, Dragon Lee versus Nathan Frazier for the interim Heritage Cup. I say interim because Nathan Frazier didn't beat the champion. That doesn't count. He was, he was injured. This is an interim I championship. It's not, it doesn't right. have the real championship. Uh, but um, Axiom's poking around. Frazier gets a one second left on the clock win. Still right. your interim champion, interim Heritage champion, I should say. Uh, Alfred, I, you said you loved it. I love this too. I thought this was an incredible matchup. Uh, what are your thoughts on Heritage Cup rules and this one? Well, they have to educate the fans because my problem with this Heritage Cup matches is I think these fans just don't understand the rules. And it, even when they're no, explained to I, them, it's very awkward to see somebody get pinned and then it's like they get up and they just keep wrestling. And then they don't know if it's an Iron Man match. They don't know if in, the rounds thing is what kind of throws it off. So the more they do it, the more fans seem to understand what it is. And this is the match that I think they've understood the most because they were really into it and they did a great job. And I love the last second victory. I thought they did a good job building drama. Having said that, Noam Dar should be the Heritage Cup champion. And I do think they're going to build to him getting that cup back long term. Yes, I absolutely agree. He's still he's still my champ, Noam Dar. Yeah. Um, uh, but Issa, what are your thoughts on this? I loved this in UK, and I think it's one of those things. One, like to Alfred's credit, it does take a a long time to kind of figure it out. But once you figure out the strategy and stuff to it, it actually makes for a really interesting matchup. But what is your thought on the rules? As many freaking talk shows that we have in wrestling, why haven't we just had one about explaining the rules to this cup? I think it would be a lot more interesting if people understood the rules. I watched now a few matches for this cup and I still don't seem to grasp it. Um, maybe, I don't know, I'm a YouTuber. I guess I could get on that and make a video explaining it, but I don't even understand it so that I can make a video explaining it. Um, Alfred, Pro Wrestling Bits, get on it. Anyways, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like if the matches, if the, if the rules were explained, people will be a little more into it because the match itself was great. That last round, they were just going crazy. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the match itself. Just wish they would spend a little more time explaining what this cup is doing here, what it means, and how these fights work. Dragon Lee is so good. He's so... Excellent. It's crazy how smooth he is in the ring and how fun he is to watch. Just so, so crazy he hasn't won a single important match since he's been here. Well, he'll get there. Yeah, he's I said what I dudes. said. Um, <laughs> uh, Kelvin, for months, Alfred. <laughs> uh, Kelvin says, uh, Frazier won because he had the finest coach in NXT, Alyssa Leon. Um, she was a very good coach, apparently. When he uh, said the finest coach, I thought he was going to shoot his shot at Seth Rollins because we found out that that was his mentor. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, 
Steven, sh- give a shout out. Stratton will main event WrestleMania someday oh, soon. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I don't know about soon, but she will one day, I think. Yeah, she will. I mean, she, she definitely has the talent for it um, and everything else, too. Uh, overall, uh, I think a lot of people liked the match. I will say it, it is a UK thing, and so much like cricket, it is very hard to understand, but we'll get there. Yeah, but they have uh, all these great video packages. Like, they're doing the thing with Money in the Bank. That's good. The Royal Rumble numbers package that they view. If you sit down and you create something like that for Heritage Cup by the numbers, people will get it. Yeah, I agree. And you could have, like, if you had, like, William Regal narrate it, Oh, there you go. Awesome. Because anything he narrates, you're like, oh, this is serious. Is his voice allowed to be on TV? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I say try it and see how it goes. Put him in the mask. (laughs) Put him in our snitch masks. (laughs) 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 This is how the rules are. (laughs) 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 Uh, We got the we got a quick (laughs) this. Raw, uh, Raw Underground is coming to NXT. I can't wait. The, I the, can't wait. The greatest of all things ever made in pro wrestling besides the cinematic match. Raw yep. Underground. Uh, but <laughs> Gable continues to train Eddie Thorpe, uh, and he will be there at ringside for their match or at stage side. Uh, Alfred, are, we, are they pretending that him and Damon Kemp aren't brothers? I mean, they are, but he keeps making these veiled references to the fact that they are. It's almost like he's telling Eddie Thorpe, I'm going to turn on you, brother, because he's just like, right. hey, I'll even see Damon Kemp's parents and wave to him. And it's like, right. he's saying stuff like that to acknowledge that he is Damon Kemp's brother. And really, right. you don't want to bury Gable Stevenson by having this great wrestler come in, train this guy to lose. So if Eddie Thorpe is to lose, I think it's going to be because Gable Stevenson screws him over. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's a little weird if they're going to lean into it so much that it also, mm-hmm. and then if they change their mind and if he turns on Eddie Thorpe and like is like he's my brother, there's going to be that party. It's like, well, Eddie Thorpe looks like an idiot because they look exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. And, like, and do, you, do you have Twitter, Eddie Thorpe? Do you read the news? Right. Like, have you ever seen Minnesota wrestling? They acknowledge that Damon Kemp has wrestled from Minnesota, so all you got to do is Google his history. And like, wait a minute, this guy's this guy's his brother. <laughs> In fact, when he first started this segment and they were looking at the iPad with the pictures, I thought Gable was just showing him pictures of himself at first. <laughs> I was like, that's a weird way to start training. But um, uh, Issa, how do you feel about uh, Raw Underground? It's Raw Underground to me. I don't care if it's on NXT. It's still Raw yeah, Underground. I, I'm yeah, I'm going to call it Forever Raw Underground. I can't uh, wait. I can't wait for it. Uh, Alvin says, uh, if the dancers for NXT, uh, it's Raw Underground, aren't there, I'm changing the channel. Same. Same. If if Shane is there, I'm crying. I'm gonna cry if, if Shane shows up. That would be so great. I, I want it to be exactly the same. I, I want know. to do every. I want Riddick Moss to be there. I want Omas to be there. Omas yeah. at the door. The dancing girls. I want some gambling happening. I can't wait for this. I want them to act like nothing ever happened. Like they're still just there. Like they don't even. They were always there. We just didn't have cameras. That would be awesome. I want people in masks. They should just treat it like the pandemic. People have their masks on and everything. (laughs) They don't even know that this pandemic's over. Stop. So what's it like on the outside? (laughs) We're like, wait a minute. This stuff ended. (laughs) Oh wait, what? I haven't seen my kids in three years. What are you talking about? <laughs> I could have left three years ago. <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> oh my goodness. This show is a mess. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, 
we got a bunch of quick segments here. Uh, Wesley and Tyler Bate and uh, Ali, they're all fighting. It looks like we're going to get Ali versus Ali Bate. Ali is such a troll. I love him. He is. He is so – he's – I'm glad he's fine in his groove, speaking like Dana yeah, Brooke before, too. because this is great how he's just manipulating these two guys. Mm-hmm. And it makes them more interesting. Too. I think it's giving Wesley and Tyler Bate a lot of stuff to work with as well, because they get to kind of do the range of emotions and get heated up about stuff and not just be, I'm a defending champion, and right. I'm trying to be a champion. You know, I thought it was great. Uh, any t- they- quick takeaways? When they get to that triple threat, I think it's going to be fire. And it's hopefully they get the time and it's a pay-per-view match where they get like 20 minutes because they're going to tear it down. Any thoughts, Isa? No, it's going to be no. a banger. I can't wait. How about Robert Stone trying to talk to an upset Von Wagner? <laughs> I'll let you guys take it. Go ahead. Von's Eat. growing on me. And, and this continued it. I, I think this is going to go somewhere. I think finally they found out what to do with Von. Me too. Last week was kind of deep, and it made you sympathetic towards him, and 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 him seemed to be struggling. I thought I thought this was great, short, simple. I think we're going somewhere with Ron. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, sorry, um, Von Wagner, and I'm looking forward to it. And this is the first time that I've said this in a long time, because outside of him meeting people, I never really been invested into anything he's doing. I do think, yeah, this is. I think one of the things that was hurting Von Wagner is that, that we didn't have a reason to care about him. Well, this has mm-hmm. at least given us a reason to care about him. Right. And that's, again, going back to what makes NXT great right now is they try stuff. They give us stuff to find reason to like people. That's what they're doing here. I think it's a smart move. Um, Kiana James and Gigi Dolan had a matchup. And, uh, of course, Gigi gets the win. But after the match, Kiana James pours paint on her, which I think is called back to Gigi being an artist. Um, oh, I was thinking NXT 2.0. I was going to be like Gigi 2.0 that they were going to like reboot oh, her. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess that'd be my takeaway is I wish they explained that a little bit more. Uh, but uh, anything, I, I, this one felt like I knew exactly where they were going from the beginning. Um, but it's one of those things like it's, it wasn't the most exciting, but also it was kind of good because Gigi needs to rack up some wins and stuff like that. Right. Uh, any takeaways here? Yeah, if somebody paints me on Mets colors, they're dying. <laughs> they're not walking out of that performance center alive. They got a match, awesome. right? The color, if the match, if the colors match, it's cool. You're but not, when they're when they're no, 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 I'm not saying like that. Mets, New York Mets colors. Oh, you could pick anything Mets else. Colors, <laughs> please. Um, what about Yankees colors? Is that cool? I'm a big Yankees fan. I like that. If they painted me in Bears colors, it's the same thing with me. Oh my or god, pinstripe me, pinstripe. <laughs> Shut up! How are you gonna say you like the Yankees and then say Red Sox? No, I said if they put the Red oh, Sox yeah, paint on yeah. me, I'd be oh, curious. It's over, right? But that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Mets, Knicks colors. Yeah, that's not cool, man. That's that's a big heel move right there. I wonder, like, what if she? What if it was colors of her team? She like, and she's like, oh, 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 wait, I like yeah, these colors. Great. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, but if you're going to do it to me, you got to pinstripe it. Like, you know what I mean? You don't just put navy and white. No, you have to paint the pinstripes and everything. I'll be okay with that. It's like, it's just, it gets a little brush out, like starts painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yes, this is great. <laughs> uh, Fat Matt says the main roster people are getting rebooted well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got, we got, uh, Roxanne Perez, this is one of my favorite moments, actually, uh, say she's reading questions from people uh, on from social media. And she's like, how does it feel to never feel safe anymore? This makes me so upset. And then, bam, she gets attacked. Which made me feel like what would happen if 
Issa was ever in a room near me, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, Issa can't do anything. Ah! <laughs> we'll be like, Issa's out today. We're here with uh, Jack Farmer. And then Issa just jumps into the frame. <laughs> right. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> Uh, so I love this to me uh, and and Alfred, I want your thoughts first. Just perfect, like very simple way to keep a rivalry heated up. Oh, I love that. I found out about this. I was on YouTube shorts uh, procrastinating and this came on my feed and I kind of fell for it until they started fighting each other. But I thought it was very well done. It was very realistic. Yep. Uh, any extra takeaway from that, Issa? Nope, I have nothing. Um, this is where a good place to get in Fat Matt's comment here. Thank you for being patient. Uh, NXT women's division is way too good to only have one title when the men have four now with the cup. That's a valid point. Yeah. Do you guys think they need a, uh, another title? They should play around. They do a lot of experimenting to have a women's intercontinental title. It doesn't have to be two world titles or whatever, but I do think the women, especially in NXT particularly, because Issa and I completely agree with you, the women's storyline on the main roster aren't all that great. Like, they're finally getting around to developing a Bianca Belair character after three years of her just being a star because she's a star. But with NXT, you've got several women's storylines that are A storylines, B, C, so they're doing a good job putting them in storylines. Now you got to put titles to them. Shout yeah. out to Bianca and Montez for renewing their vows in Vegas. Yeah. Her Instagram Great. posts have looked incredible. Congratulations to them. Um, but yeah, I think I would say you shouldn't need extra titles if you don't, you shouldn't have them if you don't need them. But I do feel you like can, NXT's division is just so deep right now with so many. You can build a good grudge match. Like NXT used to have matches that were not for the title that still matter just as much as the women's championship matches. I remember mm -hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then before we get to the next segment, I'm going to read this one oh, real quick. Uh, Kelvin saying, I can see Issa bicycle kicking Jack like Lash did to Nikita a few years ago. Uh, it'll probably happen, unfortunately. Um, unless I can get stacks to take care of Issa first. Uh, try, try me. Uh, Alvin Everett, though, you get the award for most patient super chat. Thank you so much for waiting this whole time. Uh, saying, Alvin says, I still think JC Jane is the best. Thank you, uh, Alvin. Going to the, uh, she's, I love how she's letting everyone know how lame it is that uh, Lyra Valkyria is just eavesdropping on people. Right. And she does it again, eavesdropping on conversations she's not a part of, and then attacking people out of nowhere. Uh, poor JC Jane, the victim here, Issa. Yeah, but we got to set up some matches, so. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> uh, of course, Rhea gives her seal of approval, Alfred, to uh, to Rhea or to uh, Valkyria. Yeah, Rhea was on the show a couple of times, and it, it almost seems like Rhea requested that this she do this because this didn't really fit into her character. She's a heel. She had a great cameo before, and she just showed up. Was like, why is a badass? So it seemed like she just wanted to put over Rhea Valkyria, which is cool. Which I think actually makes sense because they go back, obviously, to yeah. UK. Yeah, they go back to NXT uh, UK. Which is how, which is, which is, I think that's cool when people go out of their way. I to... think Rhea has always mm -hmm. done, when it comes to NXT UK, you can tell it has a special place in her heart. I know that what you're saying, Alfred, with the character, but even when in media week, uh, she, as soon as you brought up NXT UK, she just completely changed the vibe and talked about how mm -hmm. proud she is of, of where this, uh, you know, the non-existent division now is such a huge part of NXT and the main roster. So I didn't feel like Rhea saying that felt out of character. 
Um, I also can see her acknowledging a fellow badass because she's not afraid of anyone. So I don't see Rhea saying, you know, not being able to say, oh, this person is so awesome because she, she'll still beat her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I only say that because it's WWE. No, they I like know to keep what you're the saying. heels yeah. together and the baby right. face together. Right. But yeah, no, I completely, it, it makes sense because she's from NXT UK and you know right. It's just really funny because yeah. if you go back and watch her interviews and have anybody bring up NXT UK, her whole vibe mm-hmm. changes and she just brags about how far they've come. And it's just, it's fun to see her still be supportive of that. Especially if, like you said, we speculated she requested this specific spot to put this person over. Rhea Ripley has a lot of pull right now. She's she's the cool kid in the main roster. So getting getting a getting a nice acknowledgement from her goes a long way. Absolutely. Um, Jay Patterson with a super chat says, how do you know Vince is back when you have that fresh out of the hood black team with the probability of a rap game? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I was watching this. This is like, is this 2005? What are you watching? He went there. Jay Patterson, <laughs> chill, man, chill. <laughs> Shout out to Jay Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get to the main event here. Let's and, go. Uh, Rhea Ripley has strong words for Carmelo Hayes, not as supportive of him as she was of uh, Valkyria, but we get Baron the Lone Wolf Corbin yes. versus ah. Carmelo Hayes. And I have got a lot of stuff to say. I'm going to ask first, Issa, do you think before the match, Baron Corbin put on his lone wolf pants and whispered to himself, they still fit? Jack, ask that to Alfred, please. Why me? No, he asked you. No, he could. I'm passing it. I'd like an answer. I don't think that's how it went. Come on, you see, you put him on. It's like, like you know, oh, they still, oh. I will say something. Yeah, we all know there's no better feeling than when you put on the, your skinny jeans or your skinny pants and they fit just fine. So good for good for Baron Corbin if that's how it yeah. was. That is that is a very good empowering moment for anyone. Yes. It, but in all seriousness, though, uh, great stuff seeing uh, the Lone Wolf back. Uh, since you, you got asked the, the hard-hitting journalistic question about the pants, uh, what were your thoughts on seeing old Lone Wolf back? I love that. As soon as I heard the motorcycle mm-hmm. hit, I will see my feelings. That is the best Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin has done a lot of things in the main roster, but he's never been presented this way. And I thought the match kicked ass. I thought he looked like a badass, but... It put me in a very weird situation. I don't know how you guys felt about it because at that point I was like, let Corbin win. This is a great opportunity. Just freaking rebuild him, present him back that way and just do something that nobody's expecting. Now it feels like we're going to have to go back to the drawing board with him. But at the same time, I was in that position where it's like, Miller just became champ. He doesn't miss. He's putting on bangers every week. So I also didn't want to see him lose. But I think it would have been very beneficial for Corbin to walk away with the win, especially the way he was dominating Melo for the majority of the match. Yeah, that's what made me kind of think that Melo might lose in that the story was essentially Melo would get a couple of moves together and Baron would cut him off and just destroy him for long stretches of this match. I thought it was a very good main event match. There were only technical things where they – because they haven't worked together all the time, so they missed a couple of spots. But as a match, I thought this was a very good match. There was a lot of intensity mm-hmm. there. And this NXT Baron Corbin, it's like he got into different skin. Like, I couldn't explain it. He had, like, the Baron Corbin 2015 look in his eyes. And my favorite part about that gimmick was when they just count during his matches. So I was yeah. getting a little nervous that, like, are they going to start counting? And he's going to beat Carmelo in, like, 19 seconds or something. But, no, this is really good. He was and wrestling he- with a purpose tonight. And we haven't seen mm-hmm. that Corbin in so long. Yeah. 
he was this was he was just beating the tar out of Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, he was. And it was great. I mean, there was a moment where he was like dropping like fists and elbows on Carmelo, yeah. I want to say when he was like on the uh announce table. table. That didn't and break. it was like, dude, he looks like he's just destroying yeah. Carmelo. And, and Hayes commentary right now. sold it so great because you heard commentary said, I just looked in his eyes. Melo's not here anymore. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that commentary was selling it. But Baron Corbin woke up in the morning, he pissed excellence and chose violence today. You can just tell. <laughs> it was great to see him back. I think he's one of those guys that um I get what you're saying, Issa, about him. It would have been great if he won, but I think there's no one better at bouncing back from a loss Correct. than Correct. than Corbin is. I think Corbin will He'll find a way into the next rivalry or whatever he's doing, probably Dragunov because they had words before, and he'll get right back into the swing of things. He's... I wouldn't mind him and Braun. Oh, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The problem is they're both heels, apparently. Yeah. But I don't know because Corbin's promo last week almost came off baby faces of, of him just talking about all the things that he's done and how he's been able to. If somebody else mentions that Corbin is the last guy to pin Roman, I swear to God. <laughs> Did you know that Corbin – is the last guy <laughs> to pin Roman Reigns. I did not know that. I learned something new every day. Thank yes. you, Minish. <laughs> uh, Fat Matt saying Corbin sold his butt off. Yeah, and, Corbin was uh, great in this match, man. Uh, yeah, Alfred, take it away. No, I just thought Corbin was really good. I mean, we've known he's good. And you talk about Jack Corbin bouncing back from losses. That's pretty much what he's had to do for the last few years. He's bounced back from losses. He's bounced back from money in the bank losses, bad characters, bad theme music, bad gimmicks. And the guy, he's like cockroach Corbin. Like that should be his next gimmick. <laughs> Not happy Corbin or Baron. He's cockroach Corbin. He just keeps surviving. That's messed up, bro. <laughs> it, it is, but it's so true. He has, you know, they talk about making chicken salad out of chicken uh talk i mean that's what he does like corbin is so underrated i i hope he gets his flowers before it's all said and done because he is yeah. so good at being a bad guy so good in the ring so good at i'm a huge corbin fan i'm i'm all in on baron corbin so uh, i was really glad to see him do so well here uh the story oh by the way uh, malik saying I love Trick hitting on Rhea. Yeah, Trick was shooting the shot, man. Trick is hilarious, dude. I, Trick I is love, the best. Trick is the best. I, I love Trick. He's so funny. He's awesome. Uh, I'd be down. I'd be down for Trick going anywhere and doing anything. They're gonna put him anywhere, just being himself. And I'm gonna. Uh, he, he cracks me up every time. But Carmelo, oh, here it is the lone roach. <laughs> lone the roach. lone roach. No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. Um. But I, I don't get to talk about Carmelo Hayes very often because I, I'm not on here. This is the guy. Carmelo Hayes, are you kidding me? This guy, like, I said this on the Raw after show because he was on Raw. He just moves through space differently than other people do. Like, his moves are so smooth and they hit perfectly every time. And he, he's so athletic and it's just – I've never seen anyone move like him. It's it's weird. Like that fade away leg drop thing he does. It. Like it's like he moves at a different like it, his body moves at a different speed, it almost right. seems like. You know what I mean? Not like like it kind of like floats, but not in slow motion. I don't know how to explain mm -hmm. it, but when he bounces off the ropes, it's it, Carmelo Hayes is going to it's be him. We we talked about him. future future yeah. WrestleMania guys. I think he's gonna be one of the best all time when it's all said and done. I think yeah. you're gonna have People are going to be the same way they, you know, you can see Shawn Michaels clones. Uh, 
today or uh, people who clearly watch some other, like uh, Hardy Brothers clones and things like that. You're going to see Carmelo Hayes clones in 10, 20 years. Oh, that yeah. are, are copying him and doing his thing. I think he's... Uh, He's got it all. I don't. I. I he's the, the. He is the embodiment of what the future of WWE looks like. I. I. I if I could buy stock in wrestlers, I would sell all my stock in every other wrestler and dump it all in Carmelo Hayes right now. Yeah, he's literally him. And there's something about. Um, I. I always talk about a baby face, like not, like following through with the promises on their words in promos or whatever. But um, there's something about Melo with the Melo don't miss and Melo is him and you buy it. You just buy it. I love the target, uh, Corvette target on the entrance and followed by the Melo don't miss. Like um, when he says, you know, he is him, you buy it. And that's a big deal. There's, a, I think um, now Charlotte started using the I am her and I, that's somebody else that I buy it from too. Like I, I, I love that saying, but I think you have to back it up and I think Melo does back it up. Yeah, and, and his promos too. Like he has a cadence that I think sets him apart from everybody oh, else. Yeah. But like he doesn't sound like he's reading, but he also doesn't sound like no. every, he, the way he speaks is different than every other wrestler speaking. And he's cool. You want to listen to him. You're going to buy what he's selling you on those promos. He's, they don't feel forced. And the Carmelo is just not missing right now. No pun intended. And I mm-hmm. hope they don't move too fast with him and to take him to the main roster. That's why I told you I felt in a weird position today because when I saw Corbin with that presentation, I was like, man, it would really do wonders for Corbin to win tonight. But do I want to see Carmelo be the sacrificial lamb here? No. So that I was very torn when this match started. And then you saw how Corbin was just getting all this offense. And I was like, are they going to squ- like Like you said, I was like, are they going to fucking squash Melo? Yeah. Like, don't do this. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Was great. there's a reason Shawn Michaels has taken a liking to him and it, it sees himself in Carmelo you talk about Shawn Michaels clones I think Carmelo's in that category not that he's ripping off Shawn Michaels but he does so many little things that remind me of Shawn Michaels like how good of a champion he is even that the guy knows what he's doing yeah um, great stuff all around we end with Braun Breaker yelling at Shawn Michaels in his office uh, and it says we're going to find out what it was all about next week. Oh, my God. Braun Breaker uh, has lost that. I love this unhinged breaker. I don't yeah. think Shawn Michaels is even in that office. Uh, me neither. We never saw him. We never got to see Shawn. He's probably just yelling at some producer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some, like, cleaning person. Like, yeah. <laughs> emptying the trash. He left two hours ago, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> Braun just knew that the camera guy was out there like, I got to look cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you better not say anything sean <laughs> that's right and then i told him uh what do you guys think we're gonna find out next week uh alfred you're the newsworthy guy so i'm gonna guess you already know what's happening no i'm intrigued i don't know what braun is so angry about i think this is gonna be the beginning of the end of him in nxt is that he's they're doing the thing with him in authority so he's gonna say that he he's been mistreated so i think he's gonna announce that it's a farewell tour that he's going to fight Ilya Dragunov for somebody. And if he loses, he leaves town. Hmm. Yeah. That'll be interesting. That kind of feels like what it's going to be. Um, that's a lot of people who might be leaving soon then. If uh, yeah. a dyad. It's moving and... season, baby. Moving season. I just got a new apartment. I'm moving myself. We all got to move. <laughs> I guess it is. Well, I think that does it for us. But before we go, uh, I always like to let everyone have a chance to, to put themselves over, brother. Uh, Issa, you go first. Uh, where can we find you online? And what were your overall thoughts of the show and why she's going? Everyone in the chat, let me know your overall thoughts of the show. I, I, I thought the show was a little 50-50 for me. It, it, last week, it felt like a one. Wait, was it last week when we had the set Rollins match? Yeah. 
Yeah. It felt like a one match show tonight. Felt a little bit more fulfilling, but there was there was a couple of things that felt like filler in there. Um, but I always enjoy NXT. There's always good wrestling in NXT. You're not gonna have a horrible time watching NXT. You guys can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You can find me on Lucha Libre Online, also my own YouTube channel, NYC Demon Diva across all social platforms. And yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm taking over the world, basically. You really are. I oh, recommend yeah. everyone follow Issa. Check out her. Um... Her Twitch stream with the live watch alongs, those are always fun. Uh, but Alfred, where can the world find you and what were your thoughts on the show? Overall? Love this. I like the show. I thought there was a lot. This is something you're going to get, and I'm fine with NXT doing this. They do a lot of segments, and that's how they get creative is they just try out a lot of things, which I'm all for, especially in WWE. But some of the segments did not work tonight in terms of all the things they did, and, and that's fine. Right. And I thought the main event was very good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at This Is Nasty right now on Forbes. I have a story on AEW Collision's number. I just posted a new bit about why Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay was not the match of the year, was not even Kenny Omega's best match of the year, was not even the match of the half year, was not even the best title match of the year. There were a lot of issues I had with it, and I posted this on Pro Wrestling Bits. So uh, subscribe Ooh, to Pro Wrestling Bits. Something the to watch how we get done here. It's a great, it's a legit great YouTube channel. <laughs> go check cheese, that out. Because look, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to go, I totally agree. This guy's got it or you're gonna get all upset and that's what's fun about pro wrestling is getting all that's upset what i love about, about the opinions. community exactly they, they do comment <laughs> a lot and we have a lot yeah. of great conversations and what i love about the people who follow me not all of them agree with everything i say and right. i learn a lot from them and, and vice versa we have a lot you of great, have a great comment section i yeah. i am very proud of my community as far as the live chat goes when I, because i'm more of a live streamer where you post videos but you you have a couple of resident trolls too that drive me crazy oh yeah there's gonna be the trolls too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and i apologize for in advance if you see any trolls there. There. <laughs> Remember what I was telling you earlier about the people that love to hate? I keep getting a hate comment on my videos, on my streams over at me drinking Fiji water. I'm like, oh, now you're picking on my of the brand of water that I prefer. Like, what is happening? Like, these people, they need to get a life. They're not classy. No. I only drink water with bubbles in it, so <laughs> you would too. <laughs> 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 Good job, uh, Jack. Thank you. Please create your YouTube channel so people can like throw throw a comment on you and leave me alone. People agree with me at every every opinion I have. I've never been disagreed with. Uh, but you you can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media and see all the stuff I'm working on. I'm doing a lot of uh, wrestling ink this week. I was on today, but I'm also gonna be on tomorrow for AEW uh, coming in. So. Yeah, Let's can't go. get away from me. So, um, so check me out there. Make sure to follow at Wrestling Inc. as well. You can get all the good news there. Remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, especially if you're in the live chat. Dylan Matthews, Papita, uh, Lego, Ricky, Tommy O, Jeffrey Sullivan, Fat Matt, Baby Ice, stalking you with the dog, Jeff, every single time. Always um, the dog, hey. always. Uh, Arthur, Dream Realm, uh, Kelvin, and Noon Mountain, and everybody else. I can't go all the way back through the list, but I appreciate all of you so much for being here. That does it for us. We'll see you tomorrow for AEW Dynamite's After Show on Wrestling Inc. Bye. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. 
How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.